So the question is this, how do you become a healthy, lean and fit vegan always having fun and making it a sustainable lifestyle you enjoy living? If you want to know the secrets to losing fat effortlessly, building vegan muscle and positively impacting the people around you every single day, then this is the right podcast for you. I am Fritz Horstmann. This is the Vegan Fitness Podcast. Welcome back to the Vegan Fitness Podcast to another episode on the show where we want to talk about how safe it really is or is it safe for women to eat less than 1500 calories. Okay, so this podcast episode is all about calorie intake and it's something that um, like how did I come up with this topic actually. So of course through my Instagram content and my social media presence, I get a lot of people reaching out to me every single day with questions, with concerns, with frustrations, and uh, very grateful that I get so much attention, that people trust me with my knowledge. I've been doing this for a few years now, four, actually five to be um, to be more accurate. I think every year, this year, I'll be doing this for five years now and been able to really help a lot of people in the process, learning a lot myself. I'm still learning, still reading books every single week about nutrition and training and trying to level up-level my game in that regard. And it's a very good question that I got from, from a woman that was asking me, um, I'm eating 1,500 calories. Is that too little food for a woman? So a lot of the time, this is um, a very important topic to, to cover and it's something that I think nowadays in the fitness space, social media fitness space, um, a lot of women are cutting the calories to like 1200 calories and think this is the magic number to see results, to see fat loss and weight loss results. If you eat like 1200 calories, you will be successful and you will get to your dream body um, when it comes to weight loss um, because they believe, I think, the lower they go, the better, right? So that's what would make sense. Like in theory, the less food I eat, the less calories I eat, the better for my weight loss goals. And so is it the answer? Is it really the case? Is it safe to eat less than 1500 calories overall? Um, again, 1500 is just a number that this person asked me, but in the end, really any calories. Like how low can you go with calories as a woman without like seeing a negative side effects, right? There's actually research on this, which is very interesting. Um, but again, this is something that I just observe and you want to definitely pay attention to this, especially as a woman. So you might be asking yourself, hey, why doesn't this apply to men? I'll dive into that in a, in a bit. But overall, it's really about hormone health, right? That's very important for women specifically. Uh, for some reason, like physical, like men are just having... You could say easier time, maybe not easier time, but they don't have these negative side effects. They're not as um, yeah, present for men when they are dieting, where women have to pay more attention, especially when it comes to their menstrual cycle as well. Um, so again, we'll dive into that more in a second. But in the end, there's actually research on, on this topic, right? So International Olympic Committee looked at this, right? So they looked at um, this exact topic and introduce a term with it as well called relative energy deficiency. So basically the syndrome of relative energy deficiency refers to impaired physiological function, including but not limited to metabolic rates, menstrual function, bone health, 
immunity, protein synthesis, cardiovascular health um, that are caused by relative energy deficiencies. So this is from the study. Uh, I just read that from the study. So this basically means that all of these parts, all of these um, things can be affected by a relative energy deficiency. So the cause of the syndrome usually is the balance between dietary energy intake and energy expenditure, okay, required for health and activities for daily living, uh, for growth and for sporting activities. So to put it in simple terms, again, we are always referring to energy in versus energy out, right? So energy balance is the key when it comes to weight loss and uh, muscle gain as well. So meaning this relative energy deficiency, of course, is created when your energy expenditure, like how much energy you burn every single day, is higher than energy intake, right? And the, this deficiency is what can cause problems to a metabolic rate, menstrual function, bone health, and all those things I just, I just mentioned, right? So how do you avoid that this happens? Like how safe is it actually to go below 1500 calories, like below this range? And again, this number, just want to be like honest here, really depends on you, right? So it always depends on the person. At the same time, there definitely is research suggesting numbers that are healthy to be like worked in that range, right? So when you work in that range, when it comes to energy deficit, you should be safe and you should be, you should not have these negative side effects, right? So if you want to avoid like metabolic rate dropping, menstrual function going down, bone health going down, immune system suffering from it, the protein synthesis going down and all these things, cardiovascular health as well, then this is something that we want to look at. Research shows that if you want to be safe uh, with the amount of calories you're consuming to avoid these side effects, you want to make sure you consume 30 calories per kilogram of lean body mass. Okay, so if you are consuming that amount on a daily basis, then you will avoid these negative side effects, okay? So how do you now calculate this? Let's just do an example. Let's say you weigh 70 kilos and you have 30% of body fat, okay? So we need the body fat percentage to calculate this because you're working with lean body mass, which is everything that's not body fat. So how you do that is with 70 kilos, you take that by 0.7, so one minus the decimal of your body fat, so 30% body fat is 0.3 in decimal, and then you take one minus that, so it's 0.7, so 70 kilos times 0.7, that's around 49 kilos of lean body mass. That's how you calculate your lean body mass, okay? So once you have that, you take this number, 49 kilos of lean body mass, and you multiply it by 30 calories, as I just mentioned for every kilogram lean body mass, you want to have 30 calories you consume. So for this specific example, it will be 49 kilos times 30 calories. So that's around 1,470 calories per day. This is the minimum calories this woman should be at to avoid these negative side effects of relative energy deficiency, um, as I just talked about, right? So that means this gives you a good range, a good number to work with. What for you specifically is this number? So again, this is highly custom. So it's not like never go below 1500 or never go below 1200. This is highly specific and highly individual as you see, depending on your body composition, right? So this of course changes the leaner you are or the heavier you are, this number changes. So and again, 
this is what you want to keep in mind. So what I want to also have you realize is that firstly, I would encourage you to calculate this. So maybe you don't know your body fat percentage right now. So I would actually go ahead and have you estimate your body fat percentage if possible. How you do that, you can just go to Google, look at woman body fat percentage, and then it gives you like a yeah, bunch of pictures with percentages below. And you can basically just like pick and estimate which picture applies to you. And this will allow you to estimate your body fat percentage. If you can get the DEXA scan, which is a measurement basically, would be even better. But this way you can just estimate it, which I think is a great way to start it. And then you can calculate your lean body mass and you can calculate your like minimum calories. However, I do wanna also tell you that this range can be done for a short period of time, okay? A few days or even weeks. So it's not like once you drop below this number, you will immediately lose your period or immediately, um, yeah, just drop your metabolic rate and have all these side effects. We don't work like that. Like our body doesn't work like that. Our body needs time to adjust. So if you do it for a week, for two weeks, maybe three weeks, um, maybe it's like the last part of your diet, it's okay to do it, right? But this is not to be done for months and months and months on end because then again, you will have these negative side effects. That's also where people lose the period. So some women do struggle with that. They come to us and um, have lost the period, which is not an end-all be-all. You can definitely regain it with the right approach, but usually it's because of their energy and calorie restriction they did in the past. A lot of vegans, I feel like, that we connect with, they went like very aggressive on their diet and they ate very little food and were in a huge deficit and then created this energy deficiency, uh, which we definitely want to avoid, okay? So again, you can be in that range. So for this woman, 1,470 calories per day. Um, if you go below that, you can do it for a few days or weeks, but don't do it for a long period of time. So always be in that range and you should be fine health-wise, um, so it is good to know, I think, if you're currently wanting to lose fat and uh, lose weight, I think this gives you a good range to work with and realize, hey, I'm not going too low. I'm actually, um, yeah, doing good for myself and for my health. This is also what we believe in the GCA, right, our Game Changer Academy coaching program for vegans. Uh, we rarely drop calories um, that are that low. And we always have a few things in mind when it comes to creating our protocols when it comes to creating and coaching um, our, our clients on achieving their goals. In the end, we want to be resource-driven. So this is huge. Like we want to create results. We want to have our clients crush it, of course. So a lot of coaches, they might end a whole bag and not give everything so people take longer. But no, we really want to create results and we are focused on that and we do everything we can to really create the results for our clients. That's our first point. But also second point is always science-based and optimal for health. So again, we could go more aggressive. We could go to crazy big deficits and have people eat a very low-carb diet, maybe even start juicing, right? Like doing a juice diet. Of course, like you drop like 10 pounds in a month, 20 pounds in a month, and our clients will be pumped. But it's not science-based. It's not healthy for the long term. So we don't believe in that. And we always make sure that we, we base our nutrition and our exercise on the current most most current science combined with making sure that optimal health is, of course, achieved. And last point, the third point we want to look at when it comes to creating our protocols is making it sustainable and lifestyle friendly. Meaning, again, 
you of course want to change your life change your body around but it doesn't mean that you have to become a gym rat or you have to like just bring a tupperware everywhere so we want to make this lifestyle friendly and have people enjoy the food enjoy this journey um, so again it becomes sustainable that's where true change is created when you do this over a long period of time versus just a year i mean just think about it let's say you do like you diet for a year and you might achieve great results but in a very restrictive and aggressive way then after this year the probability of you continuing that lifestyle is very low you probably quit and just start eating yeah bad stuff again um, or not the right things versus maybe taking three years with a more sustainable approach but then you enjoy it you learn what plays into a sustainable approach and you will keep doing that so for the rest of your life so what happens if someone quits after one year um, versus someone doing it for 20 years 30 years right so who will get more results and who will keep the results longer of course the second person right so it's always important for us and um, and that's what we want to coach on and that's where we also work with these research with these studies that I just mentioned um, that have these numbers that we can work with to make sure you don't drop below the um, you don't get into the energy deficiency and get these side effects okay so this is something that I was just want to share with you if you're currently dieting want to lose fat lose weight and not sure okay how low can I go uh, what should I avoid what are the side effects this is what it is this is the science this is the research um, and this is definitely something you don't want to drop below and uh, if you feel like this is confusing you or you're not sure how to apply this for your journey for your goals you can always book a free vegan vision call with us um, to talk about the coaching and we analyze your situation where you currently stand and where you want to go and then give you a step-by-step -step plan to your goals uh, on this call on this free call the call is entirely for free so if you book it you're totally fine to uh, not join if you don't want to but um, if you feel like it's fit then we move forward together um, so that's what this call is about so if you want to book it you can click the link in the description of the podcast or you can go to callwithfritz.com to book your free call um, thank you so much for listening hopefully this is helpful for you i appreciate your uh, support on this podcast if you're enjoying the shows uh, the episodes and the show you can always leave a rating and uh, subscribe to the show and leave a review that'd be amazing so we can get more amazing guests on the show. I can produce some more amazing content for you guys. Um, thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate your attention. Let's keep getting those V-Gains and save the planet. Peace out. Yes, yes. What did you think? What an amazing episode. Again, I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please do me a favor and subscribe to my podcast and rate it on iTunes. It's very much appreciated. We'll hear each other in the next episode. Until then, keep up the vegan vibes.